building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is the Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Hey, Giant Builders, welcome back. It's Tuesday and it's two o'clock. Yay! <laughs> so I have Alexi Silence here, in which case, Alexi, why don't you tell us what you do? <laughs> so I am a doctor of natural health. I'm an audiologist as well. So I do anything and everything to help people as much as I can. Okay. One of my things that I understood is that you somehow uncover lab analysis. Can you expand on that for me? Absolutely. So in my own health journeys, I'll back up a little bit. Um, I'm sure a, a lot of people can sympathize with what I've been through, you'd go to the doctors, and you'd have blood work done. And then you get home and you look at the blood work and all of these things say outside of range, either high or low. But the doctor says, hey, it all looks good. <laughs> and then you sit there and you go to Dr. Google, because what else are you going to do, right? You're like, something's wrong here. Um, so basically, what I do now is I take those normal labs, that the doctors, you know, have kind of blown off. Um, and I delve in deeper to them. So currently, the labs, the ranges that the labs use for the normative data are quite large. And as the population gets sicker and sicker, we're being compared to sicker and sicker populations. So it's not uncovering um, those normative data, it's not uncovering the illnesses that we're struggling with. So what I do is I use functional lab values. And all that means is we're tightening down those lab values into a smaller range so that we can uncover the inconsistencies and therefore find underlying infections and autoimmune conditions and tackle things before they progress to full-blown disorders. Uh, so it's really a great way that, you know, to use those normal labs and really find what's not normal with them so that we can take you and give you answers and take you to healing from there. Is there something that you find more common? The doctors kind of over. Yes. Yeah, so one of the labs that I consider the gold standard for all labs would be the CBC with differential. It's a very basic lab, um, but it's looking at essentially five markers, which would be your white blood cell count, uh, your neutrophils, lymphocytes, monocytes, eosinophils, and basophils. And within there, we can uncover chronic um, underlying infections, be it a bacterial infection or a viral. These infections aren't prevalent enough to trigger other inflammation markers on blood work, but I like to compare them to a program running on the computer, that low, that background program that just slows everything down, right? And it doesn't work right. And that's what these underlying infections do. They slow the body down. They make it weak so that any other stressors are the body's unable to handle. So if we're able to address those, then we can bring healing back to the body. What would working with you look like? 
So I like to have um, labs and as many labs as anyone can give me, even if it's 10 years ago. Yeah. So because if you felt sick then, ultimately, most things probably haven't changed a ton in that time frame. So the more labs someone can give me, the better able I am to go through and map what's been going on and how the health is ebbing and flowing. Um, and then from there, I review the labs with you, what I found, um, and then how we can maybe treat it going forward, because there's a lot of tools in my toolbox to address what I find from those labs. Generally, it's about a six month protocol for most people to be well on their way to healing, where we can restore thyroid function, maybe get you off of bioidentical hormones, um, balance cholesterol levels, because cholesterol really tends to be just an autoimmune issue. So instead of going to statins, we can address those underlying infections. So it just opens up a host of possibilities. Are your recommendations usually based? I mean, you're naturalists. um, So is it mostly changing your diet? Are you So I do a lot with supplements to address the underlying conditions. I use very, very high quality supplements. Um, Very few of them have any contraindications, much better quality than what you can find on like Amazon, for example. Um, I really prefer that people, and I, I was there myself where I just was taking any supplement that I heard was good. And at some point, I think I was on just as many supplements as I was medications at one point. Um, So I don't want everyone just willy nilly taking supplements. I want them to be specific for what your needs are. And then I do work with breathing and mindset as well. And I also have an online, what I like to call academy, um, so that you can learn about how to best reduce toxin overload in your body, how to really start to love yourself. Because if we don't love ourselves, we're not going to heal. You have to want to heal and you have to love yourself enough to want to heal. Um, And so we integrate a lot of different modalities. Not everybody wants to delve down all those paths. Some people want the easiest button possible, but others you know, one as much as they can, and they're ready for that journey. So I tailor it to what your specific needs are. So some of these lab tests um, show you things like hormone balance, why you would gain weight, um, anxiety, any of those types of things. Absolutely. So most of those do come from the underlying infections, anxiety, depression, all tends to be related to the vagus nerve, which goes from your brain down to your stomach. So if you have an infection, that vagus nerve is not working properly, that affects all the neurotransmitters that are released from the brain. Those also impact like your thyroid and different hormones, cortisol levels. Everyone thinks, not everyone, but a lot of people think that thyroid is always its own issue but seldom is the issue ever the thyroid. It actually starts up higher in the brain at the hypothalamus and the pituitary from inflammation. And if those two are not working well because of the systemic inflammation, then the thyroid hormone cannot be produced. So again, if we go back and address the root cause, 
Now you may not need to be on Synthroid or, you know, other thyroid medications. It'll all balance out. So we're restoring the body at a cellular level instead of just putting band-aids on what's not functioning properly. Well, isn't that the medical practice is to put a band-aid on it? <laughs> Let it heal. <laughs> you know, it it definitely is. I mean, I'm many of my friends and family members are on bioidentical hormones. And there's just so many negative reactions and side effects with a lot of these drugs. Mm-hmm. And you know, my ultimate goal is that I want you to live your best life. So how can I do that so that you're not on something that's perhaps toxic for the rest of your life? Um, So short term supplementation with great supplements and and breathing exercises, so that your life is improved long term. And ultimately, again, I hope that you then teach your children and your grandchildren what you've learned so that they don't get into the same boat that we've gotten ourselves into. But isn't that a scary thought as to like, where will we be medically in 20 years from now? You know, it's just kind of scary. It, it seems to be, that's a really good statement. (laughs) Um, It seems to be this really big division that the medical community is going much further this way. But I also find that more and more people are open to natural methodologies Mm -hmm. Um, and they're trying to fix themselves because they know what their doctors and the medical community has done for them isn't enough. And that's how I got to where I am today as well. So let's say something like my husband has like a ringing in his ear. I think it's called tinnitus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can you do something with that by reading their labs? Absolutely. So as an audiologist, um, one of the biggest frustrations I had was that we didn't have a lot of tools to be able to help our clients and patients with tinnitus, tinnitus, you know, there's no right or wrong way to say it. Um, You know, and typically what we did was we either put a hearing aid on someone because the hearing aid would mask out the sounds Mm -hmm. or what's called a tinnitus masker, which emits like a noise that then also covers that up. My experience is it's maybe 50, 50, and it's a big expense to pay for these devices. Not everybody wants to wear them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you also have what's called tinnitus retraining therapy, which is sort of a habituation. In my experience, really blending both audiology, which is very Western medicine with my natural medicine is that tinnitus, not for everybody, but for the majority of people has its root again in inflammation, Um, very common in people with diabetes, underlying infections, medications that you may be on for all those underlying medical conditions. And the mitochondria, which is our cell structure, which develops our energy and ATP so that we have the energy to function and rebuild properly becomes damaged with that inflammation. Once I start to fix the inflammation and it resolves, then I find that the tinnitus either goes away or it becomes much more manageable. So it's not so overwhelming to people. I also like to integrate what's called um, heart brain coherence. Are you familiar with that at all? No, I've not heard of that. Okay. So heart brain coherence is really 
bringing your heart and your brain in coherence so that everything works synergistically together. And it's probably one of the most effective ways to balance out your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. If you know anyone that's sick, regardless of what it is, they tend to be in this chronic state of fight or flight. And so the body's always heightened. And so any little thing, be it they stub their toe, now it's an over-exaggerated response. Same thing with the tinnitus in the ears. If you're stressed, Mm -hmm. if you have anxiety from everything else going on, you're going to be much more aware of the tinnitus. And so if we're able to, again, heal that root infection, it helps to calm the parasympathetic nervous system down. And then the heart brain coherence just enhances our breathing so that we're better able to adapt to stressful situations when, when they arise, Mm -hmm. the, I personally feel the best company, um, as far as heart brain coherence is called heart math. And they are based out of California, little monitors you can wear on your ear with an app on your phone so that you can practice breathing. And it can be a little difficult at first, but the basic premise is you want to breathe and then think positive, joyful thoughts of gratitude through your heart. And so it brings both in together. Mm -hmm. And I find that it, um, it really improves just overall mindset about things. It can be even improving spirituality, you know, however deep you want to take that practice in to just improve your life. So I think everybody should do heart math, honestly. Um, Now I've shared before in other podcasts, I have MS. Is that something that you would guide through? Yes, absolutely. Um, And I did have a client who had MS Um, she was a mom, three teenage boys, fairly young. She was 36 round about that age. And and she just, you know, and the doctors were like, well, you just have to rest. She's like, I can't, I've got three kids. I've got a husband. I'm trying to work. And she was bedridden for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And when she came to me, she was frustrated because she didn't feel like she was getting any answers, any help. When we dove into that blood work, um, she did have an underlying bacterial infection within about two weeks. She had emailed me and said that she could walk for several blocks with no problems, no pain, no weakness. Um, you know, feeling was coming back. She was just much more stable. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of our treatment, she actually was able to go on a 60 mile bike ride. Whoa. (laughs) With her husband, which she hadn't been able to do for quite some time. So she was blown away at just how quick the turnaround was for her after being told that she really needs to get her affairs into order. And and just basically, you know, the medical community was telling her you're, you're done. You know, you're just going to be at home in a wheelchair until your time is here. So her whole life changed. And that was that clinched it for me because she was probably one of the first people I started working with. Mm-hmm. And that result just blew me away. Oh, so. yeah. Are there any like typical symptoms that if somebody has, they should see you? You know, I, I would, 
I would venture to say typical symptoms usually are brain fog, uh, neuropathy, tingling of the nerves, maybe GI problems, you know, gas and bloating or diarrhea, constipation. Honestly, it's the same thing every, almost everybody's experiencing, right? I don't know anybody that has good GI health to start with. I mean, especially when we start getting up in age, it's like, Everyone always is like scouting out the bathrooms when they go to a restaurant or, you know, go on a long drive. And I think the biggest problem is we're so busy as a society that we don't take the time to sit with ourselves and to know when something is wrong before it progresses too far. And I really think a practice of meditation, you know, just sitting with ourselves not watching TV, not reading a book, but just sitting and asking your body, is something off? Is something tight? What's not right? And from there, the more aware you are, the quicker you're going to catch things and be able to, to push it off before it progresses. Well, that's, that's good advice. As a woman, why is it especially important for me to be aware of the services that you provide? Well, just like we were talking about earlier, women do wear a lot of hats. Um, I find that a lot of women start to not feel very healthy and well right around the time when they get pregnant or right after childbirth, because it's such an event for the body. And they may be told that, well, it's normal. You're a new mom. It's normal to be tired and for this and this and this, right? Um, or as we even get older, you know, now the older generation, 50, 60, we're taking care of, you know, our kids, kids, right. While they're working and we're told it's normal to have pain and aches and all of this stuff, but it's not. And what kind of life are we leading if it's not full of vitality and energy? Uh, I think women. Well, this won't sound, you know, I'm sure women can relate, but (laughs) it sounds very stereotypical, but right. How many men, you know, they get sick and women dote on the men, but when we get sick, no one's there to take care of us. And we're still running and doing everybody for else. And we're not taking care of ourselves. And because we are the glue that holds the family together our health, our mental well-being is paramount to the success and the ability for the family to just flourish. And I think as moms, it's our responsibility to teach our offspring uh, how to live a healthy life. And so I think by us leading by example, And not putting everyone else first besides ourselves, that when we need help and we get the help that we need, we're teaching those younger generations that they're valuable too. They're not just to be people pleasers for everybody else. They're important and their health and well-being is important as well. Well, that is all great information. Any closing comments? So in closing, I would just recommend that if you don't feel optimal, if you feel like you're just getting by, you feel okay, 
but you want more energy, you want better digestion, you don't want to be bloated or have weight gain. And you want to be there for your family, you've got to take care of yourself. And so I'm happy to answer any questions. I offer free consults. But ultimately, it's up to you to do the healing. And so you have to be ready. Um, but once your body is healed, you can focus on the mind and the spiritual aspects of just improving your life. And it makes life worth living to do that. Oh, so true. Definitely. It's definitely better if you're just feeling better. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. many of us, when you look at the health spectrum, 5% are sick and 20 5% are healthy. Ooh. The rest of us are in this 70% of functional, which means we're okay, we get by, but are we living our best lives? No. Personally, I want to be at that 20%. I don't want to be worried about Alzheimer's or dementia as that yeah. I get older. I don't want to be a drain on my children. Right. Um, <laughs> would I like them to dote on me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a drain on them. <laughs> So I'm waiting for that moment. <laughs> I got to get them through college first, but one day, one day they're going to pay me back. <laughs> oh, great. So how can people find you? So they can go to my website, which is www.elementsofwellness1.com. Or they can email me at alexi at elementsofwellness1.com. Okay, great. And I'll post that below, guys. So make sure you look for that. This has been very eye-opening for me. I'm definitely going to contact you. And I'm not sure. I do have a free cheat sheet on my website. So if someone wants to look through the basics of their own lab work, they can. I can email you a copy, too, in case anybody reaches out to you. Okay. Um, and so I just want everyone empowered to take their health back. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and just the enlightenment. Thank you. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. All right, Giant Builders. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. <laughs>